0: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Yes, it is Yusuf Umar with the podcast on the Top Islamic Network. Alhamdulillah, this week a very interesting topic I want to focus on, and that is the topic of sincerity, our intentions in the actions that we do. Now, this is quite important as we learn from the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam, and the Qur'an, the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To start off, what is an intention? An intention is not... Something that you would verbally say an intention is something that comes from the heart So example if you are going to the shop and verbally you are telling people that I'm going to Buy a loaf of bread, but in your heart, you know That you are going to the shop because you want to see a certain person you want to meet someone Yes, you will buy the loaf of bread, but the main object is to meet someone So that would be your intention your intention of going to the shop is to meet someone. Therefore, an intention is something that comes from the heart, not something that is necessarily uttered with the tongue. It's all about what's in the heart. And this is very important. Understand as Muslims, what does Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tell us regarding intention? In simple words, the rewards that we receive depends on our intentions. In one hadith, and I'm sure we all heard of this hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions, innamal a wa Verily, actions are judged by their intentions. Our actions are judged by our intentions, and we will get according to our intentions. Whatever our intention was, that is what we will get. Now, what is the reason for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioning this hadith? The hadith goes on to say that whoever makes hijrat for Allah Taala and His Rasul, then his hijrat will be for Allah Taala and His Rasul. Whoever makes Hijrat for any other reason, for a lady to get married, etc. Then his hijrat, his journey will be for that, etc. Now, what is the reason for this? At that time, the Muslims were making hijrah from Mecca to Medina. They were going in groups. And there was one man who was living in Mecca. He wanted to meet a lady in Medina. He seen that it was dangerous to go alone. At that time, you couldn't just book a flight or take a bus or get a taxi. You had to walk throughout the night. So he seen it was dangerous. He realized that if I can go with these groups of people that are making hijrit, if I can act like I'm making hijrit and join them, and then when we reach Medina, I'll split from them and I'll carry on. So I'll just kind of use them as a means of security as I'm going from Mecca to Medina. Now this was his plan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was aware of his plan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired Nabi sallallahu that this is the plan of, of someone. And that is when Nabi sallallahu mentioned this. Innamal a'malu bin Your actions will be judged according to your intentions. To say that that person who is doing this, he will not get the reward of hijrat. He might be with those that are making hijrat, but his reward will not be there. Similarly, in today's time, you might go for hajj, we might go for umrah. So when you look at the hajis that are going for hajj, they are all in the same plane, they are wearing the same, all the males, their hair is cut off, etc. Everything is the same. They are also going to the same place. But their rewards are different because some are going purely to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for hajj. Some on the other hand, they are going there for business dealings. Some might be going for shopping. My point is, when it comes to intention, it's very important to keep this in mind, that our intention should be pure. And we should have good intentions. When we have good intentions, inshallah, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward us. There's a hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa here It speaks about the intentions. I want to go through this. Now, what does this hadith mention? This hadith mentions the importance of making a good intention. And also the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a hadith where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us four scenarios. It's a hadith qudsi Hadith al-Qudsi is basically a hadith where Nabi sallallahu is quoting Allah Ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us four scenarios here. Scenario number one, the person who makes a good intention and he does not do the action. His intention was to do good, but he did not execute it. He did not do good. Scenario number two, the person who makes a good intention and follows it up with a good action. Scenario number three, the person who makes an evil intention but does not go ahead and do that evil deed. And scenario number four, that person who makes an evil intention and follows it up with that evil deed. Four scenarios. What are the conditions of these four people? It's a hadith, a Qudsi. Let's go through it quickly, inshaAllah. It's narrated by Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, An مَا Rabbi Who in turn narrates from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which means that it's a hadith, a Qudsi when Nabi is saying, that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says. So what does Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala say? Verily Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala writes down and decrees good and bad and He also explains, He further explains it. That person who intends Good. That person who makes a good intention. yamalha, But for some reason he or she could not go ahead and do the good deed. So you had an intention of visiting the sick. But for some reason you could not go ahead and visit the sick. Last minute something came up. You had an intention of giving out charity. But a last-minute expense, because of that, you could not go ahead and give the charity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write for that person, One complete good deed. One complete good deed. So even though you never do the action, the fact that you had that good intention. I had the intention to give charity. I had the intention to visit the sick. I had intention to assist a friend of mine who was in need of assistance but i just couldn't last minute something came up i could not do it allah ta'ala will still give you one complete good deed because of that intention and that person who intends a good deed and he goes on and he executes it and he does the good action what is his reward Allah Ta'ala will write for him rewards anything from 10 rewards to 700 700 rewards and it can be multiplied more and more the sky is the limit so if you have the intention to visit the sick and you went ahead and you did visit the Sikh. You had intention to help your friend, you went and you helped your friend. You had intention to give charity and you went ahead and you executed it and you did give charity. Your intentions is anywhere from, your, your rewards rather, is anywhere from 10 to 700 multiplied and multiplied. It can go up to 7 million even, it can go to infinity. This is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what about the two scenarios where you had an intention for evil deed? وَإِنْ bi بِسَيِّئَةٍ that person who has an evil intention,, يعملها, but he, he or she does not go ahead into it. so you had an intention to deceive someone, but you never go ahead into it. You had an intention to backbite. you had to tell your friend about what a certain person done wrong. You went through gossip. last minute, for some reason, you could not gossip. you had an intention to steal. But for some reason, you never go ahead and steal. You had all bad intentions, but you never execute it. You never end up doing the bad, in, the bad uh, deed. What happens here? كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عِنْدَهُ حَسَنَةً kamila. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala writes for that person, حَسَنَةً One complete good deed, subhanallah, حَسَنَةً One good deed. Now why? Ask yourself, why? Why do I get a good deed for making a bad intention? Because despite the intention, you still stayed away from the action. You never go ahead and do the action. So you still get that good deed, subhanAllah. And then, Wa There's one scenario left. Wa هَمَّ That person who makes an evil in t- intention, فَعَمِلَهَا And he goes ahead and does it. Or he, she goes ahead and does it. You have the intention to gossip, you went ahead and you gossiped. You have the intention to swear, you went ahead and you swore. You had the intention to deceive, to do people down, to steal, to lie, whatever, you had all those evil intentions, you went ahead, for you done these those actions. To what's happening here now? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala writes for that person, واحدة, one bad deed. You have to have a bad deed, Allah ta'ala will write for you the bad deed, واحدة, but it's only one bad deed, subhanAllah. This is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This narration, you'll find it in Muslim Sharif, you'll find it in Bukhari Sharif as well. Just we look at the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and look at the four scenarios again. Number one, you have a good intention but you never do a good deed, you'll get one reward for your intention. Number two, you have a good intention, you followed it up with a good deed. The reward is anything from 10 to 700 going up into the thousands, unlimited, because you had a good intention and you done the good deed. Number three, you had an evil intention but you never go ahead and do the evil deed. You just had the intention. What happens here? You get one reward because you stayed away from the deed. And number four, you had an evil intention and you went ahead and you committed the evil deed. What happens here? Sayyid alwahira. You get one sin. Only one sin, not seven hundred in thousand, etc. Only one sin. But why? This is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, on uh, on that note, we shouldn't take advantage. This hadith is here to show us the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. It's not here so we can take advantage. Sometimes we'll say, Oh. So we can just commit sins and we'll just get one we'll just get one bad deed all the time, so it's not a big thing. No, the hadith mentions Sayyid and Wahida, it's only one bad deed. How difficult will it be for us to face up to that bad deed? It might be just one punishment. But how severe that punishment is, we don't know. So we shouldn't take advantage of it. So this hadith is not there to encourage us to commit evil. The hadith is only coming so that to show us the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq insha'Allah to practice upon what has been said. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to understand the importance of intention. Wherever we're going in our life, every day, whatever we do, let's make good intentions, but good intentions from our hearts. When we to visit people from our hearts. We want to visit them for Allah ta'ala's pleasure. And we'll be surprised at the amount of reward we'll be getting. Really, we'll be surprised how much reward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us. One quick narration by Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before we conclude insha'Allah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, إِذَا التقى الْمُسْلِمَانَ بِسَيْفَهِمَا فَالْقَاتِلُ وَالْمَقْتُولِ في النار. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says when two Muslims are fighting, if two Muslims fight and maybe they're fighting with their swords and one kills the other, then the one that killed and the one that is killed, both of them will be in Jannah. So not just the one that killed the one that is killed as well. So the narrator says, I asked, O oh, of Allah, I said, O oh, of Allah, I understand the one that killed is in Jannah. What about the one that was killed? Why would he be in Jannam? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, kana harisan ala qatli That look, he never killed. He was killed, but didn't he have the intention to kill? If he had the opportunity to kill, would he have killed? Yes. So because of that intention, you'll find him in Jannah as well. So once again, here yeah, we see the importance of intention. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah to have pure and clean intentions for all our deeds and also to follow it up with good actions. Uh, mean, That's it for this week's edition of the podcast. Do remember, leave your comments with the hashtag topislamicpodcast and you can also tell us any topics that you want us to discuss. We will discuss it insha'Allah. Until next time, this is Yusuf Umar from South Africa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.